actually people liked him. I, I don't <laughs> think was, I know that one. He, um, it's it's my second in the, the Steve Williams series. I didn't read that series. Yeah, that was the series I didn't I didn't get to. Yeah, that that one. Um, he's my secondary villain. The primary villain is is in the beginning of the book is a faceless person who you don't know who it is. Sure. Um, because it's it's sort of a mystery. Uh, but but Charlie Wisniewski is a cocaine drug ping king mm. um under you know with with a with a hello <laughs> with a business you know with an above board business yep and my you know steve williams who's my fbi agent at that point is is put into undercover in the organization as one of his accountants one of his money launderers <laughs> so Yes. So it's, it's interesting and, and making him more evil. I don't know. I kind of make him, I made him likable and hateable. So he's one of the, the more complex characters that, you know, people are like, Ooh, you know, he's kind of scary, you know, sort of like, well, Homelander, there's no redeeming qualities. He's pure evil. He's yes. We, we should put the know, question out to, about villains. <laughs> we should put the question out to the audience because I know we've got yes. some watching already. Yes. What mm. are some key traits that you think make a villain truly detestable? And while we wait for answers on that, hey guys, it's Saturday Hi. night. So welcome for another episode of Spilling Ink, where the talk show that takes you behind the book to meet the authors and professionals in the publishing industry. And it's summer already. Where the heck did the year go? I don't know. I have no idea. But I've been, you know, what, three weeks? Has it been? I don't know when we were on last. <laughs> yeah, about, I want to say it's been about three weeks. You look like yeah. you got some sun. Yeah, just a little, just a little. It was, it was sunny and cool today here. So it was in the mid 60s. So you didn't know you were burning. Okay. And I sat out from like nine in the morning until we went to dinner. <laughs> Ooh, that's a lot of sun. Well, I had short sleeves on and the V-neck, but yeah, yeah, I got a little. Just a little. Oh, we got an answer here from Anita, murdering children. Yeah. Yep, yep. You don't come back from murdering children. Or no. dogs. <sighs> <laughs> yes. But I'm not, I'm not the worst puppy killer. <laughs> no, you're not. You, no. No, I, I, don't, I don't have that crown. <laughs> Wanted to throw that book across the room. Yes. Stop giving that girl a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Agreed. Yeah, no. Um, apart from that, because in the situation we were talking before, that may be outside the realm. Well, Okay. So I, if we're talking, you know, things you can't come back from. Yes. Murdering kids. Yeah. Absolutely. Animals. Yeah. But mm. in, in scenes, when you, when you get a good villain scene, because a mm. lot of us love our villains. We, we love to see the evil people play out in the scene. What is it that, that really makes the villain feel villainous without the, the campy lines or, or the, right. the, uh, you know, the monologuing that, that some series do. Right. What, what, you know, 
really outlines the villain for you when they're acting in a scene. Because that's been my problem. I, I'm working on a, a, a book right now where I need to make my villain a little bit more evil in his interactions with his minions. Yeah. And other than having the minions react to his displeasure, what can I be doing to, to make him really and truly feel evil in the scene? It's a hard question. Yeah. Um, Ruthless self-interest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. again, the, the villain is the hero of their story, and they want to win. Yeah. My, one of the most uncomfortable... I'm sorry about that. I'm bouncing around. And I'm flickering at us. Flicker, flicker. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the, one of my characters... Um, in one of the books that I was talking about before we went on, the most uncomfortable scene I wrote was him making my main character peel somebody's nails off Ooh. in a torture scene to try to get information. Ooh, I like it. And and he did it at gunpoint because he wasn't going to, you know, my main character was, wasn't going to do it. But Charlie pulled out a gun and said, do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes because yeah. they were trying to find they were trying to find the mole in the organization <laughs> and yep. of course my main character didn't really want to do it because <laughs> he was the mole <laughs> so so yes but having that you know <laughs> and and he was cool and calm and what you would you know think of I, I like that when you're when your villain can do evil things but still remain very calm yeah very ordered very mannered it's like okay then you die yeah. <laughs> basically that was just get angry awesome. they're just gonna kill you yep yep bye yep, exactly <laughs> exactly it's, it's, choice. Of, uh, my, it's like my it's Zoe. choice <laughs> My, my Zoe, her... <laughs> that's right you're in control here you decide yep. whether or not you're dying yep pretty much <laughs> isn't that awful <laughs> no no that's exactly like the it's kind of like the parental figure having to dole out punishments yeah. i'm not in charge of when you're in trouble you're actually in charge of when you're in trouble i just have to hand out the punishment when you get in trouble Right. You have complete control. Right. So I like that in the villain dynamic. It's you are the one who caused the problem. I'm just <laughs> executing punishment. Sorry you have to die. Yes. <laughs> Got another one from Anita. One of the worst villain scenes I wrote was a husband beating his wife's sister to death while she's listening, locked in a closet, just to break the wife to his will. Ooh, that's that's evil. That is. Oh, I that love is. it, Anita. That is brutal. Yeah. And yeah, villains going after the pressure points using other mm -hmm. people is definitely a uh, a good villain thing to lean into. Mm -hmm. Especially when you've got somebody who won't talk. Okay, fine. We're not going to torture you. We're going to find somebody you love and torture them in front of you. Right. Yes. 
exactly. I love that. I love that. That's so, beautifully evil. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Evil is a topic for today. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I think everybody's kind of in an evil mood, though. It's it's either the heat or it's the economy or people are really just evil lately, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I asked a question. You you were part of the, the chat that I asked, you know, can 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 somebody who, who played the villain in one book be redeemed in the next? It depends. It really yeah. depends. Yeah. Because redemption arcs are pretty popular. A lot of people mm -hmm. love to show that redemption arc, but there are some things you don't come back from. Right. We, we actually talked about that on the, um, uh, I was doing tan talks over on the plot of holics mm -hmm. about the mm -hmm. Obi-Wan series. No spoilers. I won't give out any mm -hmm. spoilers, but please go watch it if you want them. Um, where characters do certain things that I'm sorry, now that they've done it, I can no longer see them in a positive light. Mm -hmm. You know, things right. like torturing children, killing children, uh, mm -hmm. going after pets. Like yeah, none, you, of, none of those things my character did. <laughs> you hurt the most innocent of creatures. I think mm. that's where that, that line becomes, yeah, you've crossed it. You can't go back. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, but I I, I've got a new plot that actually addresses some of, um, oh, good, they found it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> came out here and he was at, he started to ask me about the movie we watched last night that I have for 48 hours that he wanted to show but okay. anyway um but he has a plausible reason for doing a lot of the bad things he did okay but they weren't well the last thing was pretty shitty <laughs> Laughing so was that, pretty shitty. Yes, the last thing was pretty shitty. We laugh um, at all kinds of things that we shouldn't laugh at. I, I don't. I don't consider that a character flaw. I mean, come on. If somebody falls down in front of you, even if you know they got hurt, there's still that. Even before yes. you go, oh, I'm sorry. Are you okay? There's still that moment of of laughing oh, because I. <laughs> yes, I said that. I did that. You know, when I was working with or commuting with my father, we were walking across the street. And, he stepped off the curb and I kept walking and I turned around and he saw his hands and knees and I burst out laughing. <laughs> and, and this little old lady helped him. Oh. <laughs> his daughter is just in hysterics. <laughs> see, see, laughing can't be considered yes. a don't come back. You know, yeah. we oh. just, it's human nature to laugh at that. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Okay, let's see. I think it's easier if you move a villain to anti-hero, but redemption is possible. Yeah, he's he's still a secondary character, but he he has played a lot of strife in the life in, in life. And and the alternative, which is where I didn't want to go, is Kill patricide. Him? Patricide? Patricide, yes. Okay. So it's like, okay, how do I not make that happen? I love that you're thinking of ways not to kill people. That that's beautiful. This is yes. It's like okay, maybe Bible study is doing something. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, I'm just like, mm, 
you know, has he done stuff that is really irredeemable? With, with the thing that I thought up in my head as, as you know, the plausible why. Okay. You know. Well, it's all in how you play it off too. Right. Right. And I can't give too much away because it will nope. just ruin nope. the nope. entire nope. series. So this is this is the Shades of Night series, people. <laughs> and book two comes out on July 5th. It's my birthday. So which one is my it? birthday that happy is buy it. <laughs> night series? Yes. That one? Yes. Yes. Is coming out on July 5th. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's so soon. No kidding. No kidding. It's done. The paperback, I think, should be out soon because I pressed publish on Amazon because I was like, it's my anniversary. Boom. Publish. <laughs> I don't have I don't have the ability to pre-order a paperback on Amazon yet. No, you still have to do the, the Ingram method of, of pre-order in order oh. to get it to show up. But Ingram lately has been disappointing. I, I'm, I I'm just, yeah. I not just as happy with them as I used to be. I figure, well, the paperback will be out a couple weeks before the ebook, so <laughs> on Amazon. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Yeah, Barnes and Noble, out, yeah, Barnes and Noble. It'll be out on the fifth because they allow you to do pre-orders. Come on, Amazon. <laughs> you can do everything else. Why can't you do this? I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey. You aren't my only one anymore. <laughs> uh, I so. still need to work on my villain. That's that's my conundrum for the weekend. Is I I've mm. got to work on my villains, his his scenes, and and unfortunately in this book it's not his main book, so he's not in a mm -hmm. lot of the the influential scenes, but he's there so that we have seated the big reveal come the next mm -hmm. book, and so I mm -hmm. do have to make his scenes feel intimidating and um show his his power and the reason everyone's afraid of him and and i've been having a lot of of um imposter syndrome you know mm. years into the game i still get imposter syndrome just like everyone else we all do we all do it's like you know the questioning of okay will this work and i'm like you know a part of my brain is like just do it <laughs> when you get like notes back from the editor it's like this is great make him more evil but i i thought i made it really evil okay okay here's here's your line here's my evil line go up to my evil line <laughs> like, i'm having panic attacks i'm like my character's not evil enough when i thought he was evil <laughs> so, so ask yourself what would jane do i <laughs> need to make do? that a t-shirt <laughs> yes <laughs> so yeah how can i better intimidate my minions what would jane mm. do she'd kill someone great i need to find someone to kill <laughs> yes, yes. or torture <laughs> or, yeah or oversee the torture that's even worse Yes. Well, no, I, I do actually get to use him for a little torture because he has mm -hmm. to show his minion how to do it properly. Mm. Which it's I thought was evil, part. but apparently not evil. Instruct his minion. Instruct his minion and make his minion do it wrong. 
<laughs> and then have to do it again and again. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Meanwhile, the poor victim is just, nope, stop, no. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. I said and a then, clean and... cut. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you even know where the navel is? <laughs> <clears throat> yes. <laughs> that could be fun. Nails. Oh, yes. Oh, that one always gets me. The, the pulling the fingernails or the bamboo under the finger. Uh, anything with the fingernails. Just, that yeah. hurts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> By the way, I am I am such a baby that I would instantly give up all information at the threat of torture because I could not handle it. <laughs> You're yeah. going to do what? No, no, no. I will give you whatever you need. <laughs> this is what you need. I will draw it for you. <laughs> You're going to kill tens of thousands of people. That's fine. Just do not shove bamboo stalks under my fingernails. <laughs> no, it was with pliers. Mine was with pliers. Oh. <laughs> with the needle nose pliers. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. Researching yeah. that was interesting. <laughs> How about you? Would, you? would you be able to be trusted under torture? Uh oh, I have a pretty high tolerance for pain. I'm a wuss. It depends. It depends on what I was safeguarding. Okay. You know, if it was a recipe, no, <laughs> I would give it up in a second. <laughs> <clears throat> Proper torture is important, but real evil would make the victim a friend or family member of the minion. Interesting. Hmm. Again, go after the loved ones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I always, I always like that because you really play on their emotions there, and you get to two for one basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but that that starts the seeds of revenge. If, mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you just have to uproot the whole thing. Yep. Just wipe them all out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'd make a good villain. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's been it's been an evil kind of theme this year. And, and I'm definitely I'm one step away from becoming a villain, I swear. Uh -oh. We need some positivity out there. Yeah. That's why I'm taking Bible study. <laughs> there you go. You gotta have something to, to look forward to. I, I did pass my my first year astrology. Um, yes. I, I passed the test with flying colors and I'm Good. on to year two now where I get to finally learn some of these timing techniques that confuse the hell out of me. Mm -hmm. So this next year will Does be all of it. Math? Yeah, there's some math in there. I would fail. <laughs> yeah. Math is not my strong suit. And one of the ones I'm most interested <clears throat> in learning is the, the zodiacal releasing because apparently I have some important periods coming up. And I have no clue what they mm -hmm. mean. Because I don't remember how to do the thing where you you estimate what's good, what's bad, and where things are, and what the period is supposed to look like, and if it's a prep period or if it's a final period. I have no clue. So I'm just like, I know there's some important dates coming up. But I don't know what they mean. So I will hopefully yeah. finally get some understanding of that. Well, I'm trying not to freak out because I have to write two books between now and September. That's a really short time frame. What, what's the word count you're looking to do? Um... 
minimum 50 on the third book in the Shades of Night. Okay. And then 20 to 30, it'll probably be around 25 on the Fractured Fairy Tale. Okay, so we're <laughs> we're under 80,000 words. You could do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just have to do it. Yeah. Do it. Yep. And I have to uh, work on the class that I'm going to be teaching for Combat Con because yep. each of the team members has a specific class they're teaching and then we're all coming together to do the the are you teaching villains yes, I'm, I'm teaching conflict Ooh, okay fun topic but it's also one that i feel like i have too much information to explain in the short amount of time that i'm gonna have to explain it and still give my class time to write so i'm, I'm having to like really weigh out what's important and yes. yeah and it, it's yep. hard because i'm like but i need to explain everything it's like writing a blurb <laughs> oh, I hate blurbs. I'm too wordy. That's why I write long form. Yeah. Well, I I'm getting better at them. And it's funny because I do better when I write it before I write the book. Interesting. Because I, you know, I have the idea of book three and I just wrote the, the blurb. And you know. I was looking at it and I actually went back to my editor and said, I'm stuck. Does this make sense? And she reworded one sentence that I was like, there. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, what I needed. <laughs> that's the thing with short form writing is, is those words and certain sentences really make that big of a difference, which is what makes it so hard. All right, Anita yeah. says, I have two books and one story to edit plus write a short story. Good Lord, Anita, you're loading up with a lot of stuff to do. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> That's a lot. Yeah. And I, and I have two summer vacations with guests. So two weeks of, of that time is gone. Speaking of, oh, yeah. of summer, I don't even know what to do with my kids. Is that sad or what? wet them down <laughs> we go to the the community pool every single day mm -hmm. but what else do i do it's oh. so freaking hot that you don't want to go outside right going to the water park is i didn't get passes so it means it's kind of like a, a once a mm -hmm. season thing that we're probably going to do and i want to make it a family day so i have to coordinate it with my oldest who is mm -hmm. her schedule's still up in the air so i don't know mm -hmm. when we're going to do that but other than that, I'm, I'm at a loss. I mean, we have MMA classes twice a week. Uh, we have rock climbing classes um, at the rec center on Mondays. So, I mean, mm -hmm. we have normal activities, but it doesn't feel like summer fun activities. It just feels like just the daily grind. And I, I'm like, I feel bad. Yeah, at it. What are we doing? Well, you can't always give them downtime. Yeah. That's important because if you're always busy, they'll always expect that. So well, you've got to give it. them, huh? Zoe needs to be kept busy. She right. does not do good <clears throat> being bored. That's a reduced right. schedule, Anita. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, does she like puzzles? Yeah. No. No, she doesn't have the patience for that. She likes oh. physical activities, which is why MMA has been perfect for her. Mm -hmm. She's uh, She really enjoys those classes. Uh, <clears throat> testing is coming up soon, so she will mm -hmm. hopefully be 
uh, qualified to test for her next belt. I'll find out mm -hmm. in a week or so if she's made the qualifications because it's not a guarantee. They test three mm -hmm. times a year. So if they have gotten to a certain level, they're allowed to test. So mm -hmm. fingers crossed that she's made it. But um, that's why it's so good for her because it's it's a lot of physical activity that she can kind of, you know, get mm -hmm. moving, get get that energy out. Same thing with rock climbing. She mm -hmm. loves rock climbing. And even Hunter this year, yeah. he, he's really they, happy he looks, with it. They look really good at that. They yeah, both I mean, made it to the top. I'm so <clears> proud <throat> of them. that It's a three-story high rock wall. That's and awesome. they both made it to the top at least once. That's awesome. So, but yeah, when we're home, like if, if she can't find something to do to keep her busy at home, if her friends aren't online playing the games that they play, mm -hmm. she's up my butt going, mom, let's do something. Mom, let's do something. Mom, let's do something. And yeah, mm -hmm. I work from home. So a lot of the time when we're home, I'm trying to get some mm -hmm. work done and <clears throat> you know how interruptions really mm -hmm. affect writing work. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'm I've got to make sure she's occupied and happy so that I can do things when my scheduled time to do things is happening. Yeah. And she's six, seven. She's eight. She's eight. Okay. Eight. Wow. Time went by too fast. Didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Hunter's um, on the opposite side of the spectrum. He will entertain himself for hours. He's always been mm -hmm. easy like that. And I, I feel bad. Typical middle child mm. entertains himself, does his own thing, tries not to make too many waves at home. I mean, mm. he's so easy that it's, it's, I feel it's bad scary. that he doesn't get more attention because Zoe demands all of the attention. Mm -hmm. So like he'll yeah. get on the VR and he'll play, he'll get on his phone and he'll chat with his friends. He'll go into his room and I won't see him for the whole day and be like, where'd Hunter go? What happened? Mm -hmm. That was Billy versus Vicky. Um, and I'm trying to think, uh, I made Vicky do a lot of coloring. I'm, I'm thinking of teaching her. <laughs> My internet. <laughs> the internet agrees. It, it's, it's, yeah. The, uh, it's flashing. Yes. Do that. We, we used to have a bucket of coloring books and, yeah. and they've kind of outgrown it. Zoe has shown an interest in sewing and. Maybe I yeah. can teach her how to Frankenstein her toys back together. That could yeah. be an interesting um, activity. Um, my daughter did um, quilting. Okay. She did a quilt, uh, but she was like 10. So, you know, it's around, around-ish, the, the age range. <laughs> but, you know, she started sewing things together and making quilts or making things like that. So, you know, those could be. Okay. She took cross stitching. When uh, when she was in You know, the cross stitch and have her do that? You know, the that, counting cross stitch? That could be something, too. It's definitely mm -hmm. good manual dexterity. Yeah. When she was in school, <clears throat> totally not prompted by me or the teachers, she was writing a story with her friends. Mm-hmm. I was, I was so happy. I never had to see it because they didn't finish it, but she would come home at the end of the day and she would tell me, during their brain break, when they get to go outside and play, her and her two other friends would go sit down and write chapters, pages, mm -hmm. of stories that they were creating. And I just, I thought that was amazing. But I don't want to, like, nudge her too much in that direction because I don't want her to feel pressured. 
you know, following mom's footsteps and all that. But if she likes storytelling, that could be good for her too. Yeah, Billy started that at 12. That's when he that's when he said, hey, mom. Well, I, he may have been writing before then, but he, that was when he pitched um, the Death Chronicles to me. I still think that's amazing. You guys wrote a series together. Yep. That's, oh, that is so cool. The first book was fun sitting there and making him, you know, think outside the box and, and pull information out of a 12-year-old. <laughs> I still love that. And then he'd get as red as I look. What's that? He'd get as red as I look when I'd ask him the questions. Well, what did it feel like when he kissed her? What did her hair smell like? I mean, those are the questions that he was just like, oh, and like, you got to think of these things. That's true. You know, you you can't just say she did this and then this and then this and then this. You have to build more. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and it, it was it was fun. It was fun as the mom to make him as embarrassed as he got. On on the flip side, Allie hates writing mm-hmm. because of me. Really? Because I was I was strict with her, and um, mm-hmm. she she complains that I'm not nearly as strict on the littles as I was with her. She's probably right. You learn with the first. I was very strict with her when she was writing and she would always kind of do the bare minimum and she'd show me her homework and I'd go, no details, details, details. I want to see sentences that are more than three words. I want, I gave her an actual word count per sentence. She couldn't go under to force her (laughs) to write more. Um, (laughs) I kept, I kept having her add more details to things. So she hated writing. Absolutely hated it. But by the time she got into high school, she was getting easy A's in, in all of her English classes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess in talking with her friends, she was like, yeah, my mom always forced me to do this. And they're like, can we, can we have your mom? And she's like, no, she's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had Billy on the show. He's, you know, he's like, you know, she's tough. <laughs> I, I didn't, you know, and Vicky never had the interest in writing, but I, I understood she didn't, think the same way as me when she had to write something how to describe a rainbow in a class and I'm like well just close your eyes and vision it and write what you see and both she and my husband looked at me like I had three heads I'm like what you don't you can't do that wow. and that was my first clue that not everybody thinks the same I'm like really wow my child doesn't have that <laughs> and then there's Billy who can step into the world just like I can <laughs> And just, you know, lose yourself, lose the here and now and be wherever your mom wants you to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have a normal hunter, too. I don't think Zoe is going to be as much of a problem. She seems mm-hmm. to, to be on that creative writing end, especially doing mm-hmm. it in second grade already. But I'm not going to push her. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to let her enjoy it and, and show me what mm-hmm. she's doing. Hunter, on the other hand. Oh, man. He's worse than Allie was when it comes to writing. He doesn't want to write anything at all. Mm. And even when you give him like word count limits for his sentences to try and get him to put more stuff in, I mean, he will like nickel and dime you. You said exactly this many words and I have got exactly this many words. (laughs) 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 He hates writing, but he's so creative visually though. So yeah, I mean, that's why I like just, you know, what do you see? If you envision it, 
what do you see? And it's really weird because my husband went to school for architecture and he could draft buildings like nobody's business. And I'm like, don't you just envision that though? When you walk into an empty room, can you envision? It's like, you know, and I'm like, am I the only one with like the Ally McBeal syndrome that can just... <laughs> I don't know. I think it's like different sides of the brain because, you know, yeah. you can you can visualize and describe or you can just put it down on the page. Mm-hmm. And it, it's yeah. not that that extra step of visualizing it in your head and then translating it. It's just a direct translation. Mm-hmm. And, and even yeah. Hunter, in, in a lot of his writing assignments, he would draw pictures. Oh, okay. Like, okay, well, he's Vicky definitely... would bake. Vicky would bake. <laughs> she got yes. through high school. You know? <laughs> she would, you know, for math things, she'd bake cupcakes with math equations. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but she also went to a dance high school, so it was a little different. So she could be That's more creative. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so, but anyway. Yeah, to this day, Allie still hates writing. Um, but her writing is so much better because I drilled it into her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she refuses. Mm-hmm. She will never let me. Ever since she got into high school, all four years, she refused to let me see any of her homework because Before. she didn't want me to nitpick her. Yep. And I, I, at that point I was hands off. I had, I drilled into her all throughout elementary and middle school. And I was like, now it's your turn to take the reins. Mm-hmm. I'm going to back off. If I see your grades slipping, I will of course step <clears throat> in, but as right. long as you're doing what you're supposed to do, I'm going to leave you alone to do it. And she mm-hmm. did, mm-hmm. but I never Good. saw another English paper when she hit high school. <laughs> so viewers who, who are not writers, <laughs> or, or who are married to writers and, and thinking about having children this is what you have to look forward to <laughs> the nitpicky moms or the nitpicky fathers when they look at the writing <laughs> it's, it's yeah. cute though when I see like Zoe's little friend um, mm-hmm. she's very much gonna be a writer, I think, when she's older. She's a, mm-hmm. a, a ravenous reader, even at second grade. She's reading That's far awesome. above her level, and she wants to write stories, and And she's so cute. She's like, Miss Katie, will you edit my stories for me? And I kind of looked at her, and I was like, you don't want me to edit those. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure, honey. Because <laughs> I'm not going to hurt that poor little girl's feelings with, with the way that I edit. But oh, it's, yeah. it's adorable to see her so interested at such a young age. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, if yeah. she's already doing it now, she's already crafting stories now, she'll definitely be uh, creating for a long time and have probably mm-hmm. some good stuff by the time she's old enough to publish. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. 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 We were always tough on the, the kids. Yeah, and I don't want to hurt feelings. And I just, <laughs> it doesn't sound mean when However, I say it, but it, apparently it is. <laughs> However... It teaches them to have thicker skin, which you absolutely need if you're going to publish something because that not everybody's going to love it. That is true. And and I have and adopted over the last few years the <clears throat> meme strategy of softening the blow. When I do edit work, I, I tend to add memes into the sidelines to, to help just, you know, get a little giggle out of you before I, I tear, tear your work apart. <laughs> I slay. 
Because I don't mean it to be mean, but a lot of times I'm very matter of fact with my comments. And you've read my yeah, comments yeah. before. Yeah. It's I'm not mean. It's just, here's what needs to be fixed. Just plain and simple. Here's so. what's wrong. Here's what needs to be fixed. Yeah. I'd say I can feel, I, I would much prefer that than the, you know, the, the, the coddling. Yeah. I, I am not a coddler. That's why, you know, Jason calls me the bitch with a red pen. As, as <laughs> he'd get a, my as edits, he'd read them, he'd grit his teeth and walk away. <laughs> These are his, his words. <laughs> and then he'd come back and look at him and go, okay, yeah, she's right. I, I would prefer it too, as opposed to some mm -hmm. editing comments that I've gotten back that are like, bring this character to life. Make him more evil. But, but <laughs> what does that mean? What do you specifically want me to do? <laughs> Tell me specifically what I'm not doing to bring this character to life. Because when you say something objective like that, I'm like, mm -hmm. or subjective, not objective. I'm like, I don't know what that means. What did mm -hmm. I not do? Please explain. Or, or there's grammatical errors on the first page. Well, what? Show me. Tell yeah. me, you know, explain to me what errors there are. You know? Yes. Let, let's put a pin right there because I, I know a lot of people look, you know, look at you when you say I'm an author and they're like, oh my God, you have to have perfect writing. No, authors need editors. Yes. We're not perfect at grammar. Mm -hmm. That's why we need editors. <laughs> they yep, make us exactly. look good. Exactly. And, and I know I am woefully comma deficient. And you are woefully comma <laughs> Exactly. Shatner, comma, ain't got nothing on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Between the two of us, we somehow blended into not so bad. <laughs> yeah, I think together we we made it. We made it okay. Yes, yes. And then the editor made it shine. <laughs> yeah, I still. I mean, even as even though I work as an editor, I still like have to smack my own hand a lot of times. Going, you can't do that. Stop it, because mm. I just want put comma. I want to pepper commas in everywhere. Dang it. <laughs> yes. I like all the natural yeah. pauses. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and I did, you know, when I, when, when I got that back from somebody, I, I did get, you have, you have a situation where you have simultaneous action that can't occur together. Like, Oh, I know how to fix that. Thank you. <laughs> you know, that it's not really grammatical. It's more because the grammar in it was correct. It was the it, it was more the story bound, not grammatical. So it's like, okay, that I understand when you tell me that, when you say it's a grammatical mistake and I'm looking and I'm not finding grammatical errors. Right. You know, that's more of a story structure error, at least in my head, right? Yeah, no, that, that's exactly. And, and just as Anita is saying, if the author saw the grammatical mistake in the first place, it wouldn't be there. Right. So, yeah. Right. I was like, oh, yes, I found it. I know what you said. Okay. Yep. Like, that's great. <laughs> We're playing Where's Waldo with grammar. Okay. Spot yeah. the grammatical error. That was an assessment of, of I think, the first chapter of, of Wicked Heart, by the way. <laughs> like, I got an A plus for the cover and a B plus for the story because of comma. There was one or two comma issues and that one simultaneous thing in the first chapter. I'm like, oh, okay. 
and I'm not poking fun at editors yeah. to be mean. I, I'm kind right. of laughing. I run into these kind of issues too. And believe me, we need our editors. Even oh, when they, they give us really weird notes, we still, we need, we love yeah. our editors. Yes. But it would do. be nice to just matter of fact me, please. Mm -hmm. Just this mm -hmm. right here, highlight it, fix it. This is wrong. This needs this. You didn't do this. Okay. Yes. Point it out. I'm happy to, to fix it. And Don't by the way, something like bring the character to life. What does that mean? I know exactly. <laughs> well, our favorite editor is back. <gasps> what? Mm -hmm. <gasps> when did she come? So we got to get writing, honey. <laughs> we got to get writing. Oh, yay! Yes, yes. yes Lindsay's back. <laughs> what? When did she come back? Ah, <sighs> uh, I think I first saw it. What month is it? April. Or or May, she posted something, I'm and so I, I that's that's the second book in September. <laughs> I'm like I'm like you're okay. already on the schedule. She's, she's back. <laughs> throw that in there. I, but I'm keeping my other editor too because you know I already have her scheduled to the end of the year, so maybe I'll stagger. Here's a question for our listeners and our, our audience out here. And if you're listening after the fact, please feel free to drop a comment on our YouTube channel yes. so we can see it because we please. do check. Um, how do you find your editors? Because I, there, there's always a question of, you know, you know, got a story out, you're ready to publish it. If you're new to publishing, how do you find them? And a lot of us who've been around the, the block for a while, we, we have our stable of editors we trust. So how do you find the editor you want to use for your next book project. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. That, I mean, for us, Lindsay was just, we, Lindsay was part of a set that I was in way back when. <laughs> and then I saw she did services and I'm like, okay, I, you know, I liked her books that she had out. They were clean. Yes, she didn't edit them. <laughs> you never fun. edit your own work. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I also read some of the ones she did edit. I'm like, hmm, I like her style. Mm -hmm. And then I had her, you know, do a sample. She's that's fast that's a really oh yeah, she's fast. Wow. She's, I, I she's a I, little slower now because she still has that full time job. Oh I or, thought or she was part to of get it. rid of the full time job. No, no. So, so it's, it's, it's a supplemental yep. thing. Totally understandable. So she's, you know, instead of turning it around in a week, like she used to, it's, I think her, her average time now is 14 days. Okay. So two weeks, but you know. Um, yeah, that's still fast so, compared mm -hmm. to me. Most, most of my clients know it, it takes me usually around a month to do a full okay. manuscript. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to do all the nitty gritty stuff, if it's just like a proofreading pass, sure, that that's yeah. fast. But we're we're doing yeah. full developmental editing. I'm I'm blocking out a month yeah. for that because yeah. I, I there will be lots of notes, there will be lots of communication. You know, yeah, it's, exactly. It's a process, <clears throat> so, and I'm mm -hmm. a slow reader. Admittedly, I've always been a slow reader. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so I found her. We found. Um, my publishing house found the um, Faith Williams, which is who I use now, you know, since Lindsay went away. Right. Uh, but we use Faith for, for the publishing house. And I, I went back to her. She's done a couple of my things, but then I found Lindsay and I love Lindsay. Lindsay and I jive beautifully. 
Um, but yeah, Christy is another fantastic editor. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. And, and she's part of the, the indie circle. Like we yes. all know her in, yep. in different capacities. She's a wonderful person. She's a great writer. She's a, a wonderful editor. Very mm -hmm. good. I've never heard any negative comments about her editing. And, right. and just an all around nice person, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I and like that in the past through Facebook groups. It's that community yeah. feel again. I like yep. that. Yep. And, and the, the quick, the, the really good thing to do when you're looking for an editor as a new person is get a sample edit yep. because then you get, then you'll know if it's somebody who works with your voice, uh, works with your genre. Cause that's a big thing. If it's somebody who works with mysteries and you're doing urban fantasy, it might not jive. <laughs> and if their style of editing matches your needs too, because there right. are different levels of editing, that you might be looking for and certain right. editors are better at some levels than others. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I found my, my recent, of course I haven't published anything in a while. Uh, my recently used editor was through you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's again, it's the community feel you find out from other indie authors mm -hmm. who they like working with who they would recommend because Indies will tell you who we've had good and bad experiences with. Oh yeah. We'll promote those who we feel are, are worth promoting to keep the cycle going. Yeah. I, I, I tried a new editor um, and I got the stuff back and I, and I had uh, the Atwater group, which is Faith Williams already scheduled for that same book. So I sent it to her thinking it would be cleaner. It was not. So it's like, mm, okay, <laughs> you know, faith is really picky. So, so, you know, the comment that I had from the, the, for the book that's out there for the first chapter, that comma <laughs> was my error on editing. <laughs> and it was probably one of the mystery, I put it in somewhere and it didn't show up. <laughs> Which, which my my mouse pad sometimes does that. If my thumb hits the pad on the computer, I'll have mystery letters in places, and I'm like, I okay. just typed that. Where'd it go? So I'll yeah. have to hit, you know, the you know reverse, and then reverse again until the typing starts going away. So somewhere in the manuscript, <laughs> this random thing shows up, <laughs> and I do try to find them, but. You know, with the comma, this was actually between words, but it didn't belong there. I'm like, mm -hmm. that was not in her edit. <laughs> and, that was and, not her. That was me. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that makes me feel good. But the simultaneous things, the grammar was correct, but it's not something she pointed out. But I didn't ask her for a developmental edit. So it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> But that's something Lindsay would have pointed out. So it's it it's the levels here. <laughs> it's also the working relationship you have. The, right. the longer you work with an editor, the more they understand your style. Right. And, and a lot of times you'll get more comments from them because they do know your style. They do know what mm -hmm. you, you typically write. And if they see something that's maybe not in the level of edit that you requested, but they know right. that it would it would be good to address it, they'll do it. 
Right. Exactly. Exactly. And because you know, your book looking good is also a reflection on them. Yes. Yes. I mean, the comments Faith gave me about the blurb were just so good. It was just, you know, because I was stuck. And I, normally I don't send it to her until the book's ready. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I kept looking at it. I'm like, something's wrong. What is wrong? You know, does it make sense? <laughs> so I'm like, I just sent it to her and, and she took a look and came back with, you know, one comma because I missed a comma. Sure. Uh, before I sent it to her, I actually put the comma in after I sent it to her. I'm like, oh yeah, there needs to be a comma after that word. <laughs> Although, comma. <laughs> So it's like, yay, I did something. <laughs> um, but the other piece that she did and moved some words around and said, that makes more sense. And and since she's edited all the books in the series, I thought, okay, mm. she's she'd have as much invested in the story than I do in that manner. So I'm like, help me. <laughs> Oh, God, that brings up another fun question for our audience, yes. too. Having to change editors mid-series. Mm -hmm. Because that editor... Thankfully, we didn't. Thankfully, we didn't. <sighs> yes. Yeah. Because when you change editors mid-series and they don't have that same relationship with your characters that the yes. previous one did it becomes a little more difficult. And a lot of times their notes might not make as much sense because they're looking at practical versus the character you've built. Not the time. story arc that you've been yeah. doing. Yeah. 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 Thankfully, I have not gone to somebody mid. I, I've had, I've done it once mm -hmm. and it was, it was almost painful because mm -hmm. I have to remember everything too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and yeah. you know, sometimes if it's been a while, you miss a few things. But having to just explain everything, it's like, oh, mm -hmm. I wish I had created something that I could just hand over and go, here you go. Here's the, the series, mm -hmm. you know, up to now. And I don't read those things. I know a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. and, and in that well, situation, it would have been helpful. That is one, one great thing about Faith. She does on each book a character sheet. Who they are, what their relationships is—it's—it's—it's it's fantastic, okay. and she does that with every edit, you know, along with the readability stats. But it's awesome. just like it's like okay, hmm, you know. So I <laughs> I can go back and look <laughs> at that little you know quick quick thing for her. I think it's for her as well, you know. You know the first description, yeah. and she helps, especially me. if she's reading she's, a lot of books. Yep, yeah, and she has caught me. You said his eyes were green up here. They're <gasps> blue here. <laughs> a good editor. Yes. Yep. And I think that's why she does the little, you know, the 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 character things for herself too. Yeah, that, that um, makes a lot like, of sense. You know, like you said back on page fifteen, this, and this is a contradiction. Did you mean that? You know, oh, so she has that, that a few times. Oh yeah. I love so, when they can catch the continuity for you because it's yeah. so easy to, to oops, you know, especially when yep. you've been writing the series for so long, there are some details you miss. Now, yep. Anita says that changing editors helped, helped in her, her case. In her case. Oh, can, <clears throat> can you expand on that, Anita? I, I like the, that we have a positive here. Yes. It's a lot of times for me, it, it felt frustrating, but if you do get a, a good positive reaction from mm -hmm. it, that could be, you know, 
could be nice. Yeah. And and I bet your series that you did was the the um the one you still need to finish. <laughs> Get right on that. Was, that one has so many com complexities to it. And <laughs> I need to actually go back in, on that one because it's been so long since I've touched it mm -hmm. that I do need to refresh my memory mm -hmm. of a lot of the details. And I still have block on that one. Mm. There's a mental block surrounding that book for some reason. Mm. Like every time I think, ah, I'm going to open it up and I'm like, ah. <laughs> something, something is telling me no. Not yet. It's not ready yet. So we need to do our trilogy. We do. We do need yes. to do our trilogy. We, uh, I think that that would be a nice palate cleanser. Yes. 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 Get into another world. I, I haven't been able to write a magical creature in a while because my, my day job type stuff um, mm -hmm. has been mostly in the mystery realm. So it's, mm -hmm. I, I kind of miss the paranormal stuff that's, you know, that's my baby. That's what I write. I need yes. some more magic and some, some shifters and some, some fun escapades to happen. And <laughs> I, I need it. I, oh, think yes. I, I need that. Yeah. And I, I, though I wonder, are we going to write as well as we did the last one? Yeah. There's always the worry. I like I said, I've been plagued with imposter syndrome this, this last week. My, my, my Bert knows it. Just sorry, people. <laughs> All right. So Anita says that she had deadline issues with her editor on the second book. So switching made things easier. So it was less mm -hmm. about the continuity issues, more about <clears throat> speediness, getting out on your schedule. That's a positive. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, definitely that positive. Paranormal mysteries. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Love that. A <laughs> little bit of magic, a little bit of mystery, who done it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I do like mysteries. I and and I never thought that that would be a fun genre to write in. But oh, I do, it is. I do love the paranormal. That's that's still mm -hmm. that's where my heart's at. I, I miss writing fantasy creatures in modern day settings. Yeah. Absolutely. Is it peeling? Are you starting to no. get the... No, it just itches now. It's just like right here. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it is burnt. It, 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 the redness you see is real redness. <laughs> Are you making sure to put your sunscreen on? Yes. I have I have the suntan lotion, but, you know, being out there from 9 a.m. until, you know, 4... <laughs> Ooh, Anita's just, got me sold. Dead bodies yeah. and monsters in a steampunk setting. <gasps> I like Interesting. that. Interesting. Ooh, I do like that. Mm. <sighs> Reading for pleasure is something I still haven't gotten back to. <laughs> yeah, I I have a, a paperback here up in Maine that I want to read on my vacation. If I will allow myself to read instead of write. <laughs> That's always the and problem. It, and it will be in the evenings because, you know, the littles will be down because we'll have the four-year-old and the one-year-old. No dog. Oh. No dog. And, and, and the mama and the papa end up usually going to bed by nine unless we're playing games. Wow. If we're playing games, I won't be reading or writing. <laughs> I'll be drinking. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yep. And out by the fire. So, so it's just like, okay, um, I want to do that, but I have to make a certain word count now. 
now that I'm, you know, putted around between the books and played with <laughs> graphics. <laughs> oh, since since we're, you know, talking about releases, um, Shifters Ever After came out on at the beginning of June, which has Belle in it. It has do we have that the, one. I don't think you do. Oh no. Wait. Nope, that's not it. No, no, uh, I don't. No, I don't have, have it. Hold, hold, please. <laughs> and it's in Kindle Unlimited too. So I've got um, one coming out soon too. Mm -hmm. I know I said I haven't been really writing my stuff lately, but I, I have. I, I, it wasn't intended for my name to be on the book, but as as done so much worked on the the authors like no you're not just a ghostwriter you your name's going on this book because yeah i put a lot of of heart and soul into it and uh it was it was a difficult project because it was very triggering for me but it's going to be very helpful to others and and that was what made it worth it <gasps> oh yes Yes, so my Beauty and the Beast retelling is out in Shiver Shifters Ever After. It's also in paperback on my, you know off of my website. So, oh. okay, who did the cover for Shifters Ever After? I don't know. That looks like a Wilson um, Wilson cover. It might be. I mean, Gina Kincaid uh, is the. Is oh the, yeah, then it's probably Wilson. Yeah, That's very much his style. I I love the the way yep. he does it. Yep. So that's that's shifters ever after, and Bell is in it, and Bell was done by Core Graphics. Mm -hmm. So after a while, you start to really pick up the the different the, yeah. the creator styles. You can almost tell just by looking at them. Oh, that's this person. That's that person. <laughs> I can find out for next time. This one's uh, coming out one. very soon. This one is going to be August twenty sixth, which I believe is International Women's Day. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like, I'm so glad you went with that one. It yeah. goes so well with the first one. I loved the colors initially. And, and actually it was Allie who helped me decide on the final covers because the original version of this cover mm -hmm. was more on the teal spectrum. And okay. uh, we, yeah, we, we went a little bit more with the purple hues and toned down the teal. And I think it really works. Yes. Yes, it does. It does. And again, Virginia is the creator of the Soldier's Guide. This was adapted from her Soldier's Guide, but meant for mm -hmm. women. So we focused on a lot of traumas that women go through and the compounding mm -hmm. of that trauma that can create PTSD and, and the different things specific to women on how we can acknowledge what's been happening and, and understand it is not our fault and find mm -hmm. ways to heal. And so it, it became a passion project. And yeah. um, next week, we're actually going to be talking about it. We're going to have Virginia on okay. and okay. we're going to take a little deep dive into the creation of the book, um, how it is different than the soldier's guide, who it's geared towards, all that good stuff. So that way you guys get more in-depth view um, before the release. And it, it's I, I really hope it's going to be helpful. I, yeah, it, it looks it. I mean, I got a view into the formatting. <laughs> which was Katie's hell for a while. Uh, <laughs> it's my own fault too, because I'm like, it needs to be visually appealing and it needs <laughs> yes, extra work. It does. <laughs> and it is. You, you achieved that. So 
that is really good. <laughs> oh, I try. I try. All right. So what's going on in the next couple of weeks? Anything? We said the book releases. Um, well, we well, I you have the July one for me, and then and then the rest of mine are October. So I've got the July uh, Crooked Soul that's coming out. Um, so that's book two of Shades of. I almost said Shades of Grey. <laughs> Whoops! Shades of Night. Um, book three will be out on October fourth. So will uh, Rituals and Runes, which has Jasmine. So I have that, and then on the eleventh of October, Hook comes out. So that's number ten. So I'll have all. 10 fractured fairy tales out in the wild awesome awesome yes and then i gotta get uh, the the hardcover special edition of all 10 for some i think that'll come in january or your formatting hell maybe yeah yeah my formatting hell um you know that that'll have to come out in 2023 because i have to wait six months after the um Rituals and runes <laughs> to get Jasmine back. Ah, yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. It'll be out in paperback though. So, okay. so yeah. Awesome. But Let's see for me, uh, August, I have the, mm -hmm. uh, the women's guide to PTSD. Oh, July. Can't forget about July. Yes. We have some back on <laughs> July 21st through 24th. There is still time to get your passes so that you can attend, especially if you're a local. If you're not, there are some discount codes available for the Flamingo, which is where uh, Combat Con will be held at. If you want more information, post it in the comments. Give me a, a way to reach you, and I will talk to you about the discount codes that are available to see if that can make it easier for you to travel out there. It will be July 21st through 24th, Las Vegas, Nevada, at the Flamingo Hotel there is so much going on that weekend. It is going to be an amazing event. If you are a writer, a fighter, a stunt actor, or just somebody who is interested in martial arts in, in various forms, um, there's something for everybody there. And it's, it's going to be an amazing weekend. Mm -hmm. So That's post fun. a comment, let me know uh, how to reach out to you and we can discuss, you know, some of the available discounts that, that might help make it easier for you to get out there. Other than that, I'm also doing Tan Talks with Brian. We're covering the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, and the final episode comes out next Wednesday, so we'll be recording our final thoughts very soon. Head over to the Plotaholics to check that out, as well as a lot of their other amazing recaps that they do. They cover a lot of great shows, a lot of great movies. Um, it's always a fun time with those guys. Yeah. All right. I think we've about covered it. Next week, guys, we will be back. We are talking about the uh, PTSD Guide for Women. We will have the uh, the other author there. So you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything you want to know about the book, let us know. Be active in the chat. We want you to be there. Yeah, that's going to be a good... Uh, Virginia is always an excellent person to you listen to. tell how passionate she is, she is about helping awesome. others. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, guys, until then, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>